0: Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Kelly Wisness. Hi, this is Kelly Wisness. Welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. We're pleased to welcome back Christina Brown, Bessler's Director of Reimbursement, In this episode, Christina will give us a glimpse into the upcoming Bessler webinar, the next in our Reimbursement Best Practices series, Reimbursement Updates, that we're hosting on Wednesday, June 7th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you for joining us today, Christina. Thank you, Kelly. It's always a pleasure to be here. Well, let's go ahead and jump in today. So can you touch on the reimbursement updates that will be included in your upcoming webinar?
1: Oh sure thing. Um, so during the webinar, I'll be addressing some pertinent releases and updates from about the past six months that will impact the hospital cost reports. Uh, during that time, you know, over the past about six months, there have been a few releases, and I will be touching on some more than others. Um, the first topic, as it has the m- most immediate impact, will be the updates as a result of Transmittal 18. Um, Some of the other updates, if, if you've been following the CMS releases, are the subsequent releases of Transmittal 19 and Transmittal 20. And both of those actually occurred within a month of each other. And also during this time, the FY 2024 IPPS proposed rule was also released. So I'm going to uh, to be providing a high-level overview of the proposed rule as as it impacts the hospital cost report as well.
0: Yeah, I know there's been quite a bit released over a short period of time. Uh, can you offer a little insight as to what area you might be focusing on the most?
1: Sure, yeah, and that's actually a very good point. Um, While we'll be touching on all of those areas previously mentioned, um, there will be a great deal of focus on Transmittal 18, as that Transmittal had the most updates of significance. And while we have touched on some of the exhibits released with Transmittal 18 in previous webinars, and we are actually probably going to likely be touching on them again in the future, um, I do feel it is important to go into more detail and discuss them here um, all in one place. Um, In addition to the transmittals, um, I will also talk about the FY 2024 IPPS proposed rule. Again, I will touch on this briefly. Um, As we all know, the final rule will be released probably sometime around August. And um, while the proposed rule does give us a little insight as to what is to come, anyone who has been in reimbursement for any length of time and keeps up with the rulemaking understands that there is typically some variability in the proposed rule and the final rule. And um, I'm just gonna note here that Bessler will actually offer another webinar once that final rule is released.
0: Great. And so can you elaborate a little bit more on the transmittal 18 and what types of things you will be going over in more detail?
1: Sure. Yes, I'd, I'd be happy to. So um, there were many changes to the 2552-10 form um, for the addition of CHART hospital verbiage. And if you're unfamiliar with CHART, it is the community health access and rural transformation model providers. And there are actually um, very few of those nationwide, but most notably were the additions of S10 part two, worksheet D-6 and several support exhibit formats that will now be required upon submission. And I will discuss both of these worksheets as well as go over all of the exhibits in greater detail in the webinar. Fantastic.
0: I I know there's been much discussion over the supplemental exhibits that will be required for cost reports beginning on or after October 1st, 2023. Would you give us
1: an overview of the exhibits you will be going over in the webinar? Uh, Yes, you're absolutely right. And um, I'm actually going to spend a great deal of time going over each of these exhibits in great detail. Um, I anticipate that CMS is putting these exhibits into place in order to gain more control over the reporting. And we have seen many different audits and with that have seen much variation over the audit request. And we actually have updated our exhibit formats um, for our current clients based upon the audit entity. And so it's you know, It was no surprise that CMS put something out that was more standardized. And actually, we did see some exhibits um, in Transmittal 17, but they pulled them back. So we weren't surprised to see them in Transmittal 18 um, when these were released. And just given the evolving focus and reimbursement amounts in the DISH and uncompensated care areas, again, I'm not surprised um, with the introduction of Exhibits 3A for DISH, and uh, 3b and 3c for charity and bad debt on worksheet s10 and in addition to 3a 3b and 3c uh, medicare also introduced exhibit 2a which uh, is to be utilized for medicare bad debts and that actually does require much more information than what medicare had previously put in the suggested um, what they were calling exhibit 2.
0: Great. And so can you provide a preview of what you will be discussing in regards to the FY 2024 IPPS
1: proposed rule? Sure. So um, I'll start by mentioning um, that comments to the proposed rule are due by June 9th. And as for the updates, um, as with every rule, uh, CMS proposed base rate updates. And in the proposed rule, the net increase of 2.8%, which is actually lower than the 3.8% increase for Federal Fiscal Year 2023. The 2.8% results from a 3% increase to the market basket estimate, and the offset of 0.2% is for the productivity adjustment. And I should also mention that CMS proposes um, that rates for LTAC payments would also decrease by 2.5%. When compared to federal fiscal year 2023, Um, as expected, CMS proposed a reduction in the overall uncompensated care pool, um, and that's going. They're proposing a 6.7 billion, and um, that was actually a 6.8 billion in FY 23. And there's also a proposal to use uh, three audited years of data, and uh, those years would be for your fiscal year at. 2018, 2019, and 2020, and those three would be used to calculate factor three from the uncomp- uncompensated care pool uh, distribution. Previously, I believe they were using two two audited years or the most recent audit year. Just It's changed. It's been evolving over time, so we weren't surprised to see this in the proposal because they do want to go to this rolling average. Um, There were also several proposed updates to uh, healthy equity and quality measures, as well as many other areas, but I really won't be addressing those in the webinar as I will be focusing more on the items specifically related to cost reporting. So I do hope that you will join me for the webinar. Sounds great. Looking forward to learning more about
0: that. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today, Christina, and for sharing this glimpse into your upcoming webinar on reimbursement updates that you're presenting live on June 7th, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And as a bonus, you can earn CPE. Thanks again, Christina. Thanks so much. And thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. Until next time. This concludes our episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help protect and optimize revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.